from the first whistle blow till the game is on the line. This is Stoppage Time. I'm Greg. And I'm Tyler. And we're coming to you again with Champions League reviews, news, and debates. Uh, Tyler and I, we love to talk football. Love to talk football with you guys. Tyler, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Uh, getting, getting used to the fact that uh, club time is, is uh, taking a break right now. Catching up on some of these uh, international teams, uh, which is uh, getting me excited for whenever the World Cup happens. I know we got a couple yeah. years, but uh, <laughs> you know it, it's still exciting to see some of these international teams play. That's that's for a fact. And you know, now that the international games are playing, like you said, all club uh, and cup football has come to a halt till at least for Champions League till the twenty fourth of November later on this year. So till then, Tyler, what do we have to talk about? I mean, no games are playing. Usually uh, for the past three episodes, we've been talking about results and, and, and predictions for, for the upcoming games. What do we got to talk about right now? We got something interesting. I, I don't think people are going to kind of see this one coming based on, on what we've been talking about the past couple of weeks. The football world is kind of scrambling right now. And I, I know we, we mentioned last week how compressed this the schedule is this year with tournaments and league play and everything having to be rushed given the the current situation in the world with covid and everything games were suspended now that everything's picking it back up everyone's like let's cram in as many as many tournaments and league games as we can to make up for it and uh it's starting to take a toll on some of the players so uh what greg and i are gonna talk about now is injuries Injuries. It's injury report time, guys. Um, some major injuries that we've seen with the clubs, and we're basically going to kind of take that report. It's only a few clubs that we put down together. Some clubs have one or two injuries, didn't think it was, note- it was noteworthy. Um, but we've seen the impact that injuries has on teams and players and how it could basically reshape the way in which the game is played in which the results come out. So our main focus today is going to be on Champions League. Some of these injuries happened outside of Champions League, but it's still going to affect what happens in the upcoming weeks as we take a deep dive into some of these bigger clubs um, and their injury reports. Before we do that, though, a couple that kind of happened, you know, sporadically proving that this could happen to, to anyone at any time. You know, these players are playing so many games for U.S. soccer fans, for those of you wondering where Kristen Pulisic is, he is injured. Uh, he actually injured himself warming up before Chelsea's uh, last game. I believe it was against Burnley. But, like, it happened in warm-up. Mm-hmm. It could happen to anybody. Cristiano Ronaldo hurt against Lazio, but, you know, that looks like he is well on his way to recovering. So uh, Juventus... Fans, please do not fret. Ronaldo <laughs> is coming back very, very soon. Uh, another one that hits close to uh, Greg's heart. This is a uh, a champion. Uh, well, the, I guess these are all Champions League teams. But another uh, Champions League team that, with only one real significant in- injury for Barcelona. Greg, how do you feel? Uh, well, seeing that they they were only able to pull out. Um, that last win because of Ansu Fati, it's, it's a big blow. It's a big blow. And, um, you know, Ansu really adds a lot of youth to the team and, um, and a lot of energy 
that was missing before. Can't express how much uh, I, I, I'm disappointed in the play of Greasy, who specific, I know, I know, um, who is also a winger and should be contributing the same level of this guy, but not really, not really seeing that uh, coming from him. Um, you know, so we'll 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 see what happens moving forward. But we have we have a we have a big list, guys. First first team on the list with ten injuries moving into the next stage of the Champions League is Bayern Munich, guys. Um, with ten injury listings, the most notable being Joshua Kimmich, who also had a similar injury. It's a ligament injury, um, and is not expected to come back until late January. Now, Joshua Kimmich was the one who I exalted, uh, probably not on this show, I probably said it directly to Tyler, who had one of the most spectacular goals I've seen in a very long time. Tyler, you, exalt, how, you exalted on this show. Just to, that, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help but say how great this, uh, this goal was. Um, but Tyler, what does this look like for Bayern Munich moving into the next stage of the Champions League? It's going to be tough because if you've watched Bayern play, a lot of the offense runs through this guy. A lot of it. Not only is he a long-distance shot specialist, he is a great assist man as well. He scores as much as he sets up his other team for uh, team members for success. It's not only a tough blow for Bayern, but for German's national team as well, where he looked to play a big part as well. The, this, this is going to be tough. And I, as you said, all eyes are kind of on Bayern as the, as the reigning champs. But, I mean, this, this, puts the, this puts them out for at least all of the group stage. Yeah. And depending on how far Bayern gets in the, uh, you know, after the group stage, and the uh, it, it could hurt them. It depend the a lot of that team is going to have to step up in his absence because it's a very very big hole. Very very big hole to fill indeed. And I know that uh, we were talking about last week how they were going to fare against uh, the next three games in their group stages, which is against uh, Salzburg, um, Atletico, and uh, Locomotive, respectively. Um, we're talking about two home games and an away game. Tyler, what does that do for you in the group stages now that we've seen this development with Joshua? Uh, it's it's really hard because we you know we they're they're basically getting a rematch against a Salzburg team that, as we said, played them tough for eighty minutes. the The final score was six to two, but the game was much closer than that. It's hard to say how Salzburg would come out, but I would come out attacking. Like the, mm-hmm. the, I, I would try to expose them where they're trying to fill in for him. Yeah. Uh, Atletico, you know, they, uh, all, all of, I mean, all of these teams could take advantage. Mm-hmm. They, they really could. I, I could easily see Bayern dropping one of these games. Yeah. It is, it is quite the possibility that Bayern could drop. Bayern could drop one of these games. I think that for, for me, um, I still see them pulling out of the group stage kind of in that top position. But as it stands now where we were thinking that the next three games were wins, 
I do see that that Atletico game could be something that's that will be a little bit difficult with them as well. Now, Atletico Madrid also has their notables with uh, Diego Costa with a hamstring injury. He's going to be out till mid-November, which is next week, to be quite honest. They're a little bit in a better fair. They only have four injuries, three players who are going to be in for the next group stage match in December. So I think that that's going to be hard for Bayern, seeing that Atletico is going to be at home. Um, I don't have the, the Bundesliga schedule in front of me right now, but I do know that that's a Thursday game. Um, they're going to have to fly out, get acquainted. It's getting colder out there. I know for some of the players, it's not an issue. Um, but when you have this number of inactives um, going into that, and, and then we, we talked about, you know, Joshua Kimmich's um, injury, even if he is expected to come back in late January, um, those injuries, usually you want to be a little bit more, um, you want to be a little bit more lenient on the muscles. So you're not going to see a lot of his action, probably not until like mid-February, late February, um, where he's back up to at least 80% of his game in all intents and purposes. So some of these other injuries, I mean, a lot of them are coming back late November, early December, but uh, missing Pavard on that back line, Mm -hmm. they won't have him until early December. Uh, you know, missing Kingsley King- Coleman as well. You know, yeah, and Tolisso. Mm-hmm. The, those are both. Uh, I might even throw in Alfonso Davies in there too. Mm-hmm. All, all very, very strong players, impactful players. But Kimmich is definitely the one that. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to rush him back at all. No, that's not no. something you mess with. No, that's that's not something that we want to see. Uh, but I, I mean, you know. Uh, Bayern Munich has been doing well for many, many years um, and has, has, are you know, traditionally champions. So I don't see them taking a risk like that. It's probably going to give some of the players on the bench an opportunity to show what they have and kind of step out and be front and center when it comes to the next couple of games. So both in the Bundesliga and in um, the Champions League. So I see them dropping one. Um, and if Salzburg is really hungry for it, they could possibly pull out a draw on that match day four game for them. Next up, uh, the next team that we have with um, one of the higher injury counts, again, would be PSG. Can't catch a break. <laughs> Officially, it's, it's 10 injured players, but 12 players that won't be able to play in the next Champions League game. Tyler, you want to explain that for me? PSG does have two red cards in the books with Kempembe and Gay, but also they both are injured and will are looking to miss the next game at least. While those will be very, very big misses, where they're hurting is I would circle Mbappe and Neymar on that injury report. Mm-hmm. Two big factors as well as Sarabia. Missing Sarabia uh, hurts them a little bit. It hurts their attack as well. And, uh, oh, man, uh, Bernat. How could I mm-hmm. forget about Bernat on that back <laughs> line with, a, with an ACL injury out till March at yeah. least? You have players like Verratti in, 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 in midfield missing him as well. PSG's in trouble. <laughs> we talked about it last <laughs> week, and 
I, I don't mean to laugh. I, I, I really don't. But, oh, man, are they hurting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, they are hurting. It's definitely, it's definitely something that you, you never want to see. You know, like uh, uh, to have Gay on, on, on hamstring injury till late November – um, you have uh, Carrera, who's got a groin injury. You're looking at, at basically like six, seven, or eight of their um, starters that are going to be out at for for the least mid November, which is which is next week. But like we said, like injuries aren't something that you that you come back from and you're and you play at 100. percent You're coming back at 80, percent 75. percent You got Pablo Sarabia who's not going to be in Mbappe and Neymar are the, the two biggest players on the team. Uh, Julian Drexler, who is a star uh, in the making. You have Verratti. Nobody knows. Well, at least, at least from the report, it's unknown what his injury is. So it may persist beyond uh, mid November. So we're looking and Icardi, who's, you know, a, a fantastic forward. Um, will he be impactful? We'll soon, we'll find out. But you're looking at a situation where, you know, they're not – they're going to go into the next – into the group stages with more than half of their starters that aren't going to be able to start. And, and, the, and the yearly woes continue with this team. Now, what does that mean for their chances of making it out the group stage? Well, I could tell you uh, personally, it's pretty slim to none. Um, <laughs> With the start that they've had, losing early in the group stages um, and not being able to pull out, they're in third place with three points and um, with one win and two losses. The surprising loss to Manchester United and just not, not, not looking good. They're just not looking good at all um, after losing to um, Leipzig in match day three. So... Uh, PSG, similar to uh, uh, to Bayern Munich, has two home games and one away game. Um, their first home game is against Leipzig. Leipzig's injury report is not as bad. Um, plus, these guys have, have proven that they could still ball. They have not lost a game um, in the Bundesliga yet, which is impressive. Needless to say, it's the, it's going to be it's going to be tough goings for uh for this team it's gonna to be tough going for for psg i remember we were talking like would it would it be cheeky to to Sorry. put Bash- let me let me just uh let me just put my let me just correct myself so leipzig leipzig has lost one game in the bundesliga they're drawn one and one five in the bundesliga so sorry about that they they have lost a game it's all right greg i think i could forgive you <laughs> just this, just this once. Don't just this one again. time. Just this one time. Um, we we were talking last week. Would it even be cheeky to to put Bashik Shear through with Man United's woes, who finally got a uh, win this past weekend against Everton, keeping Ollie's job secure for now. Still one of the hotter seats in football right now. Right now, it's Man United Leipzig with both six points, and PSG and Bashik Shear both with three. PSG's hurting, Man United struggling. I'm I'm very very tempted to put Leipzig and Bashikshir through here. I'm yeah. very tempted. <laughs> I, I think Leipzig is getting through, and I think oh, depend, sure. 
I think depending on the quality of play, once some of these players do start to come back, uh, it's not going to be perfect. But uh, depending on how they step up and help their team through, Bashir could very easily sneak through, which isn't is insane for this group. <laughs> but it, it's definitely unexpected, um, and. Uh, this group H seems like it's going to be more of a tussle than anyone expected. Honestly, I'm sure that everyone, all the pundits at the beginning of the year were thinking that PSG was, was your clear number one front runner um, with probably Leipzig following in the second place position. But now as we see it, Leipzig, if they win the next two games, which will be against PSG and, and Basakshir, they're looking at the top spot and they're probably going to hold that because then that means that they would have beaten, um, that Bashir would have had to beat Manchester United. We'll see how that goes. But it's, it's, it's looking really dim for PSG right now. Um, we're not seeing the quality off the bench. And there's, like we said, there's so many players that are out. So we know that Kimpembe is out for sure. Gay's out for sure for the next game at least. And then... Um, going into December, um, Kimpembe, who's got a foot injury, um, we'll see how that plays out with the team um, as he is kind of a rock in the back. Um, you know, you, you, you definitely, you know, you, you win by scoring goals, but you, but you win championships by having a solid defense. Just ask, you know, anyone from Italy back in the, in the 90s or in the 80s. Uh, defenses win games. Defenses win games. Um, and without, without a solid back, it's going to be really hard for them to try to come back into these group stages. Um, last but not least, one of my favorite teams to talk about. They found a way to get into, get into our topics again. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite teams to talk about, uh, influential teams to talk about. That would be the infamous Real Madrid. Um, with eight injuries, um, three of those being COVID related. So, um, but those are big, those are big, losses. big names. Yeah, those, <laughs> I, we've we've seen the impact that it's had with Juventus when uh, when Cristiano Ronaldo was out. So it's I'm not I'm not putting I'm not putting the COVID situation down. I'm actually trying to highlight that you know this is you know this pandemic has such a big impact, um, an impact on the game itself and impact financially. I saw a report about Cristiano Ronaldo who was focusing on staying with Juventus. Now with the impact on the club uh, financially, he's thinking about moving. It depends on, on what happens with the vaccine. There are a lot of moving factors, a lot of things to anticipate uh, in, the, in the upcoming months. But back to Real Madrid, his old team. We're looking at three COVID cases. This with Casemiro, um, Eden Hazard, and Eder Militao. So, talk to me, Tyler. What do you see with this Real Madrid team moving forward? How does this impact them um, in the upcoming weeks? If they already didn't have an uphill battle, they got one now. As tough as those COVID losses are, I'm looking at the name on the top line of that injury report, yeah. which is Karim Benzema. Your, your new favorite, Karim uh Benzema. Not my new favorite. I got to say that I have been impressed with the Frenchman for a couple of years now. Uh, now, 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 
Kareem Benzema, there's, there's a long history behind me and my relationship with this player. So, first of all, I hate the club. That's, that's <laughs> without that's a doubt, a that's without saying, right? But Kareem Benzema grew on me um, with his tenacity. He's not the most skillful player. He's not the flashiest player. He's not, uh, he's not the fastest player um, on the field. But he finds a way to get into those spots where he could score a goal. I'm trying to find a comparison with a player of, of well, I mean, they're, they're really, this, this isn't really a good comparison. Brazilian Ronaldo in his later years, when he was getting a lot older and he was getting a little heavier set. Um, but Brazilian Ronaldo had great ball skill, even, even when he got slower. But he would find that he finds a way into the, the 18-yard box and is able to put, pull away some magnificent goals, some goals that you would not expect coming. And Benzema is kind of like their trump card right now there in Real Madrid because they've been able to fashion themselves with a lot of, of, of quick players that are able to get into positions, cross the ball in uh, pat, really great pass vision um, to get it to Benzema. And he has capitalized on that and made that his own within the club. So long history short, um, Kareem Benzema has become one of the players I'm looking for. I always look forward to seeing him anytime I see them put on the disgusting costume that they call a <laughs> uniform. But um, honestly, the, the injury that's really impacting me right now is Daniel Cabral with that uh, MCL injury. He won't be back until early December. That's a big blow because he holds down that right, way, that right back position and is able to stop a lot of the players from coming in. Now, I know that they got Mendy on the left. I'm wondering now, are they going to push Mendy on the right and uh, bring back Marcelo on the left? Because um, I haven't seen Marcelo play for a little bit. Um, and that's just because, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't watched the La Liga for, for a little bit, which shame on me. But, <laughs> um, you know, Marcelo is another player that, that, you know, even though he's a little wild, um, he's kind of like Sergio Ramos where they're able to impact a game on a whole nother level. Now, in, in the league table, at least over, at, um, over in La Liga, they're in the fourth position, which, you know, this, it's unheard of that the two best teams in Spanish football aren't even um, in the top three. But it's still early, only, uh, you know, seven to nine games in. But we felt the impact of the losses that they've had um, in that Valencia game where they lost 4-1. So going into the next couple games where they have two away games and one home game in the Champions League, the first one against Inter Milan, um, the second one against Shakhtar, it's going to be it's, it's tough going for them because now that wing seems very vulnerable to me. Tyler, what's your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's really it's really tough, especially when we we know how offensively talented they are. And in the tournament, you know, outside of the Shakhtar game, and even in the Shakhtar game, you know, they kind of started late, but they came out firing against Mönchengladbach. Even though they went down to nothing, they were still on the attack. And against Inter, they jumped ahead. Mm -hmm. And then you watch the defense crumble losing pieces on your defense to further underline 
Greg's point about defenses being vitally important, you don't need that. And they could end up suffering a couple losses that could really hurt the morale of that team and everything that Zidane has built up in the, at this point. It, it already, to me, felt like it was fragile in the first place, and this could really break it. I don't think anything happens to Zidane. I think he's, his job is secure. Mm-hmm. But they're going through a really tough time now. They didn't need this injury. No, but it, it gives them an opportunity to start playing. Um, we're going to see a little bit more of Rodrigo. Uh, Vinny Jr. is going to – well, this is aside the point because we know that Eden Hazard is out for, for a couple weeks um, due to COVID. Um, we saw that how that affected Cristiano, but it also gives a lot of, of, of room for some of the backups to come in. Right now, especially with, with, uh, with Militao, you're looking at that's your center back. He's a young center back from Brazil. It's going to be out for, for a while. Um, Dani Cabral, they don't have another right back. So this is the, the other right back that they have, who I don't, re- I don't recognize the name, has a calf injury, um, Ordiozola, Ordiozola is going to be out as well. Um, so that's your two right backs. That's your, that's your starter and, and your backup are both out. Right now in the midfield, right now in, in the center back, you've got Varane and Ramos, which is solid. Um, Mendy is a left back. So I, I do think that we're going to see a little bit more of um, Marcelo coming out to the forefront. You do have Sergio Santos, but he's 19. Um, he's not going to be used during the season. It's, it's, gonna, it's either going to be Marcelo on the right and Mendy on the left. We'll see how it goes down. But a, a lot of challenge, a lot of uh, coaching challenges here for uh, managing challenges here for, for Zizou going forward. In, in, the, in the next stages, we'll see how that goes down. I'm not counting them out. They have four points in the group stage. And each one of the tallies, they got a win, draw, and a loss. Um, I'm not counting them out yet. Uh, well, I, I think their situation is a little different than what's happening at PSG. PSG yeah. feels a lot more dysfunctional than what's happening right now True. With, with Real. Real has shown that they can bounce back from adversity, whether you know in-game adversity where they are down or from injuries. PSG is a little bit of a different story for me. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a little sideline comment that I, I like to throw out there. Um, PSG's success is bought. I, I know that's controversial because there are a lot of PSG fans out there. But, you know, teams like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, that is homegrown bread. You know, not, not talent, but mindset. You know, Real Madrid has 13 uh, Champions League uh, wins. Right, they have. They have. God alone knows how many La Liga titles that they have. They've gone through adversity before, and the the club, it's it's more than just the player. It's more than just the players. No matter who comes into the team, um, they've always found success, and that's that comes from a tradition, a mentality. Uh, we're seeing, you know, PSG really hit the fan right now with that S. If you know what I'm talking about, Tyler. Uh, it's, it just goes, it, it's, time alone will tell how long these guys will be able to withstand that and how long they'll be able to, you know, focus their energies towards uh, getting back into winning ways. For sure. 
for sure. And one one last thing that I that I kind of uh, thought about with with injuries and looking at the injury report, you know, the with Real, this is the f- first time that we've seen this is the first time we've seen in a while COVID nineteen actually impacting some of the bigger players on the team. Mm-hmm. And I I'm just scanning through the the injury report right now for for some of these other teams in the Champions League. You know, outside of Dynamo Kiev which their team is pretty much looking like what happened to Shakhtar where their whole team is just wiped out by COVID right now. <laughs> they, have, they, have eight, they have eight players that, that are out for a few weeks because of COVID. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Chelsea. Kai Havertz is out for a little bit with COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Mo Salah out with COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Lazio, Strakoshka, Immobile, Lieva, they're all out with COVID. Though those are some impactful losses because mm-hmm. of COVID. The, this is outside of in you know normal injuries. This is something very unique to 2020. It's something that we've never seen before. Yeah. And it's just not not just taking care of yourself in every match that you're playing but also taking care of yourself outside. Correct. 100%. And you're I'm, seeing I'm, it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm actually surprised that we didn't talk about Liverpool a little bit more. They have a major injury here that could could topple their season. Uh, should, should we touch on that real quick, Ty, before before we uh, we step out? Yeah, let's 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 go for it. I want to talk about uh, two players as a matter of fact. But the most impactful one that, that we're going to see right now is Virgil van Dijk is down. Guys. Been down for a while. They, they've been struggling uh, in, yeah. his, in his absence for a while. We haven't oh, touched yeah. on it because there are games playing, but now that we have, have the time, Correct. that's huge. Yeah. He's not going to be back until early May. That is, that's the whole season. He's out for the season. Yeah. That's, that's big. He is the rock in that defensive unit. With, also with Oswell Chamberlain as well. That's not going to be there until like late November. But Virgil van Dijk, oh, that's news, Tyler. That's news to me. It's news to me. You're saying that he's been out for a minute. The the one that hurts me is well, not hurts me personally, but the one the one <laughs> that you know b- because I have known about Van Dijk for a while. Mm. The, it it is that Mo Salah has mm-hmm. COVID and is out for a few weeks. I think I actually made a comment to you during games. I, it's been a while since I've seen Mo Salah play the way that he's been playing recently. Yeah, he he's always been a good player, but he was, he was getting in that rhythm again. He was scoring goals. He was, I think it was last game that uh, Liverpool played, where he just booked it for a goal, and like mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him run that fast in a long time. And he's out for a few weeks. And would be uh, extremely rested when he gets back. The little. A little bit crazy right there. Guys, the, the landscape, as Tyler said before, is way different than anything that we've ever seen before, um, where the dangers are heightened because of the pandemic. And uh, the schedules are tighter. The games are being played without crowds. There's a lot that's going down, and no one knows how to navigate it. I think that from the beginning of March, Tyler on our other uh, program, I talked about the uncharted sea. That's in 
all aspects of life, and we're seeing it uh, having a big impact here on the game of football, the beautiful game in which we love, impacting the, the could sway the results for 2020-2021 season. So uh, did we do this last time? Did we go over who's playing next on the last we cast? We, we did, but I, I do want to point out uh, a couple of uh, friendlies and maybe some international games that uh, you want to keep your eye on. Ooh, international games. Guys, if you all love international football, now's the time to go check it out because we got a bunch of friendlies taking place. Tyler, take it away. Let us know who's playing uh, in the upcoming week. So internationally, I know that uh, with this podcast coming out on Monday, I just hope that you guys have checked out this, from this past weekend, Portugal and France, uh, Spain and Switzerland, a couple great games on, uh, those are a couple great games that will be played on Saturday. And then, then on Sunday, we have uh, Belgium and England, Italy and Poland, a couple other great games that I hope you guys checked out. But Coming up on Monday, U.S. has a friendly against Panama. On Tuesday, a lot of these games are going to be on ESPN+, Plus. but you have Spain versus Germany, Croatia versus Portugal, France versus Sweden, and Brazil versus Uruguay. Then on Wednesday, we have Belgium and Denmark, England and Iceland, and Poland and the Netherlands. All great games on paper. I know that's why they play the games, but these are all games that I'm just like, like I, I, I can't wait to check out that Spain Germany game. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be something else. Uh, but with all the injuries that we're seeing, uh, <laughs> how full is the? Uh, you you say at the before the podcast you were talking about Brazil versus Venezuela today. Do you know the final score for that one, Ty? One nothing out? Brazil. <laughs> one nothing to one of the if one of the best um, national football teams of all time. Against Venezuela, no knock on Venezuela, but it, again, like the the landscape. Not only this year, but even in the last World Cup, we saw um, some of these um, "quote unquote" monster teams um, not doing so hot against some of the less well-known teams. I think that the the talent is being spread around a little bit more, and football is being becoming a little bit more. At least the the skills and the and the techniques are being a little bit more accessible throughout the world. So we're seeing a lot more uh, world football be, you know, elevating the level of their game and it's showing, it's showing. So guys, now that we've concluded this episode of Stoppage Time, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to episode number four of this exciting podcast. Tyler, love doing with you, sir, all day, every day. Once I get the opportunity to talk Anything with you, honestly, it's pretty much an exciting ride for me. Um, sitting here in my little booth, my little studios, doing my thing um, while you're out there in Colorado. How how you like that Colorado weather? Has it dipped a little bit? Is it getting cold out there? Man, it jumps from being like 18 degrees and snowy to the next day being 75 and the snow's gone. So it's <laughs> it's a it's a roller coaster. Oh man, but I'm sure you're loving it though. I am. It's, uh, I haven't had seasons in 10 years. I think I've said this before, but it, it's, uh, it's, it's fun to have seasons again. Awesome. Well, over here in sunny California, it's still sunny California. It has dipped in temperature just a little bit. Oh, we're we talking weather. Guys, we're talking, guys, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta understand, you gotta understand that we're friends. I'm trying to do a little catch up with my buddy while, while I got him out here. 
you know, he's busy, he's working. I'm doing podcast stuff with podcast people and podcast places and other forms of entertainment. Guys, thank you so much for coming out and enjoying this on a Monday with us. We can't wait till we get back into the next group of games for the Champions League. And till I blow the whistle, I don't got a whistle sound effect. I'm going to get one soon. I talked about getting a whistle last time, didn't I, Tyler? Yes, you did. And I talked about getting earplugs, which I also have not gotten. So I'm glad (laughs) you don't have that whistle yet. He anticipated my lack of effort to get that whistle. But I'll blow the whistle on this episode, and we'll see you in time for the next one.